listening to WFRK The Freaks live coverage of March Masksness 2020. We're here with Boom of the Young Vanguards. Boom, congratulations on your victory over Dame Alice. Hi, thank you so much. Um, Mr. Lizard, uh, Mr. Gizzard Wizard, I just want to say I am I'm such a big fan of your your show. My dad listens to it all the time when he's in the garage working on his car. So I just want to say hi mom! Hi dad! I won! I won! I won my first match! Well, that's certainly uh, exciting. Uh, it, it seems that our extra-dimensional broadcasting system is working great over at WFRK. Boom! Let me ask you this. What was your plan coming into the first round of matches? Oh, boy. Um, oh, geez. I mean, in as much as we ever have a plan, you know, I like to, to kind of keep loose, you know. I want to I wanna be able to react to anything that comes my way, so I just... I guess my best plan is to not have a plan at all. You know, I found that that actually works out great uh, most of the time. But uh, walk us through the first moments there in the Peril Gym. How, what were you feeling when you first encountered not only the hollow training simulation, but also Dame Atlas herself? Whew, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I know that I am kind of short. And I do know that Dame Atlas is really big. So whew, when I got in there, I mean, I was just, I was just all nerves. I was, you know, all of a sudden she was there. And then all of a sudden there were these holograms and they were like, and then, you know, as soon as the action starts, I just, I kind of take a breath and I get to work. And after a while, it wasn't really like me and Dame Atlas were against each other at all. It was like we were working with each other. Now that's very exciting. It seems that you two have developed quite the friendship following your matchup. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're kind of best friends now. But oh, did you? I don't know if you were watching the, the match, but oh man, she did this cool thing with her shield where she was like, and she did like a shield bash. And like, I've never seen anyone do a shield bash in combat before. And I was like, Oh, I really hope that she can teach me how to do that when we're done. I mean, I know that, like, I've got all of these, like, extra-dimensional reincarnated godhood powers and everything, but, like, I like to think that I can learn anything from any situation and, like, a shield bash? That was so cool. I can't wait to learn how to do that. Now, why don't you tell us exactly what your training simulation was? Because from up in the booth, we couldn't actually see any of the holograms. Well, you know, it was really strange. I didn't really know what to expect going in there because, like, I've never really fought holograms before. I've only ever fought, like, misshapen human, you know, kind of monsters that can teleport. That's really spooky, let me tell you. I do not envy the person who has to go up against one of those. But we went into the, the, we went into the match and, like, the holograms were mostly just, like, faceless guys. Like, they were just kind of, like gray blob people i mean like i think they look kind of like the putties from power rangers but i didn't watch that much power rangers as a kid because those guys always scared me but that's what they kind of reminded me like but then also there was like just like a hologram rock band playing in the background and i mean that was like truly outrageous oh the putties from the power rangers they sound kind of like me <laughs> oh no i don't like that i'm sorry i don't really like that Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. It still gets me a little bit on edge. No, don't worry about it. You're doing fine, Mr. Gizzard Wizard. Well, that sounds truly, truly terrifying to go through and also awe-inspiring. Tell me, in those last moments, were you certain that you would clench the victory? 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think we were basically neck and neck through the whole thing. But, you know, that's how I like it. There's nothing I like more than a tough fight that's also fair. You know, I like a good challenge. And I don't think I could have asked for a better opponent than Dame Atlas. She certainly is quite the impressive lady. And uh, I'm so happy that you were able to make a, a fun friendship in the heat of battle here at Conway Competitive Complex. Well, it's like I always say, no situation is really a bad situation if you can make a friend during it. Well, Boom, I think that's all the time we have. I'm so glad that you were able to move on to the next round of matches. And we look forward to seeing what you bring to the next challenge. Oh, I can't wait either. I hope that I'll see you guys in the crowd. And and everybody who's listening, go root for my friends, the Young Vanguard. They're all going to do great. I can't wait to watch them. We're here now with rollouts, the get-up noise. The get-up noise. Can I call you Mr. Noise? Um, get-up is fine. Get-up, perfect. Uh, get-up, sorry to say you're not moving on to the next round. Yeah, it, it happens to the best of us. Or I guess, technically, it doesn't happen to the best of us. But, you know. Well, you definitely showed a, a hard-fought competition in the first round. And, uh... At least three of your teammates are moving on. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real proud. Proud of all of them. Pippa, uh, Beep Boop, and and Boom. Yeah, they they did a great job, and I'm real excited to see where they wind up. Uh, we spoke with Boom earlier, and uh, she said that she has been making quite a few friends here at March Maskedness. Can I ask you? Have you made any new acquaintances from across the multiverse? Well, um, I, I was hanging out a little with uh with Daybreak, who of course. Uh, we were we were talking a little bit about how great uh, Steve Martin is uh, right after our competition. But I'll be honest, I've been spending a lot of my time just with uh, with Gord Lord. Uh, I'm my my friend from from our team, the Young Vanguard. Uh, Gord Lord has opened up a uh, a little a little club for losers. And uh, he and I have been sort of reporting out of there lately. Not not trying to steal uh, steal your business, but you know, doing doing a little bit of uh, of, of underground journalism. Ah, uh, yes, we heard your uh, coverage of the first round, and uh, I've got to say, I appreciate your work. Thanks. It's 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 good to stay busy, you know. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, I, one important question that we've been asking all of the competitors is, uh, what exactly was your challenge in the Peril Gym? Uh, from up in the booth, we couldn't really see what was going on too well. Uh, we saw a lot of flashes and a lot of explosions and a lot of uh, this and that, but we couldn't exactly tell what your challenge was. Yeah, well, round one was all about who can score the most points uh, against training holograms. And what that meant is there were a lot of these holograms. Um, if you remember the uh, the fighting polygon team from uh, Super Smash Brothers, the, the first one, the, the N64 one, um, it was kind of like that. And you, you kind of just had to see if you could get the most points. Now, I spent all weekend studying the rules for how to earn points. Beating polygons is not the only way to earn points. There's other things you can do, including dodging polygons and breaking the targets, boarding the platforms. There's so many ways to score points. I did my best, but, you know, at the end of the day, Daybreak scored more points. Well, that is uh, that is quite unfortunate for you. However, you 
uh, didn't come out a total loser, obviously. You uh, have made some new friends, and you've uh, found a love of underground journalism that is uh, uh, fun, quite fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great experience to be here and to to see so many really talented superheroes from from all over. You know, you work with the same people day in, day out, and I, I love the young Vanguard, but it's nice to see that there's other ways of going about this. Well, I think I've only got one more question for you, GetUp. Uh, what is next for the GetUp noise after after March Masksness? What is your what are your plans going forward? Well, uh, it's back to the back to the old grind in Halcyon City. Um, I'll uh, I'm still, I guess, sort of the leader, kind of of the Young Vanguard. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a lot of paperwork to file about all of the the superheroes that we've met. It's important that we have this on record for team data. And uh, yeah, just just spending time trying to make sense of the world. Making some tunes, hanging out, working hard. Oof, I'm tired already. What can I say? Well, uh, all I can say is enjoy your vacation while you can, uh, and, and enjoy the festivities that that are going on around uh, the complex. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna try see if see if there's anything fun I haven't found yet. Well, there's lots of things popping up. I'm sure you'll find something. Get up, noise. Thank you very much for your time. No, thank you. It, it was a pleasure. We're here now with Toten Common Rider from Rollouts the Young Vanguard. Uh, Toten Common Rider, can I call you Rider? I suppose if that is what you wish. My name is Anai, if that is easier for you. Ah, Anai, perfect. Uh, Anai, unfortunate to say you're not moving on to the next round of competition here at Master Masterness. I'm so sorry. It, it is a great shame, yes. Can you tell me, what exactly was your strategy coming into the first round? I, I do not know if I had a specific strategy. I went in assuming that this would be like any trial I have faced, a matter to persist in combat and win. Ah, yes, victory through combat, of course. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't turn out too well for you, however. Can you tell us what exactly was your training simulation? Every pairing had a different simulation. Well, it... It went through a variety of methods. At first, it was a horde of enemies, which is more of my style, but my competitor seemed to be... Both of us seemed to be dealing with that rather easily, so it manifested some larger creatures as well, uh, at which point I believe I might have been falling behind slightly, and, well... I was not expecting this training simulation to conjure up a written test. A written test. A written test. So you're not good with tests. I... There is a history portion. I... Do, do you realize how much history has passed between where I am from and when this is? And apparently my... Apparently Ace is a straight-A student, whatever that means. It was not my ideal environment. 
Well, that is certainly unfortunate. However, it does seem that you have made some new acquaintances here at uh, at March Masks. And in fact, we've heard rumor of a of a motorcycle race of some kind uh, going on here at the complex. Is that true? I have been told to neither conform or deny that. We'll just take that as a maybe. Yes, I'm certain if one is perceptive enough, revving of engines may be an indication. Well, and I, uh, I'm assuming you're going to be sticking around to cheer on your teammates. Of course. My, <clears throat> there is a, a number of teammates who are still in the matches, and of course I will be supporting them in any way I can, and paying attention with great interest. And I thank you for your time, and enjoy the rest of your time here at Marsh Massness. Thank you. Oh, um, quickly, uh, Paige informed me that I should give a shout-out to her father. Uh, she seemed to be insistent that he hear that I am on here. I, I do not understand why. Did you have anything specific you wanted to say? She just told me to give a shout-out. I do not understand what these things are. So, hello, Mr. O'Grady, I suppose? Well, that's all the time we have. Thank you again, Anai. Thank you. We're here now with Snowflake from Unlabeled. Snowflake, sorry to say you're not moving on to the next round. Oh, um, I, I don't mind. I, Frank, uh, frankly, I'm fine. I'm just happy. I'm sure that you've heard this answer all day, but frankly, I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be here. I was happy to be selected for this. Yes, yes. There was quite a, quite a, a, a group that was selected for this competition, and there are many, many people here. Uh, can you tell me what exactly was your plan when you came into this first round of competition? Uh, well, um, my game plan was mostly to, I, I guess, show that I can uh, take care of myself and fight well amongst my fellow peers. And I and I, and I was matched up against a very fair opponent, um, and I sh think I showed myself off well. Yes, it was definitely a tight race near the end. Uh, you closed the gap pretty quickly. Uh, can you tell us exactly what your challenge was in the Peril Gym? Uh, everyone's hollow simulation was different. What exactly was yours? It was actually, um, well, originally it was just a setiescape, but, uh, uh, Pippa honestly took command of the whole holodeck, and most of it was mostly ha ev evading and avoiding the whole thing being turned on me. Uh, took a lot of... Took a lot, lot of mobility to evade most of his light strikes, but I think I held up nicely. Lots of chromatics. Um, it's hard to explain unless you were there. It was like infinite space, but limited. In, but you knew where there were still walls. Streaks of light everywhere, coming from all sides. Pippa's a very, very powerful opponent. One of your teammates from Unlabeled, Green Knight, or actually two of your teammates, sorry, Green Knight and Jupiter Rising, both are moving on to the next round. Will you be sticking around to cheer them on? Uh, of course I will. Um, I I much joy I have felt when they when they moved on on the bracket. They were the first. They reached out to me and still do. Actually, I'm very proud to be here. I'm going to support them. And girls, kick their butts. 
Will you, be, will you be getting into any of the other festivities that are going on here at uh, Conway Competitive Complex? We, we understand that there are a number of various uh, things that the competitors have been organizing. Oh, well, I would uh, hate to intrude, but um, if, uh, if, if I am invited or if it's open, I would very much so love to meet some of the other heroes here. Well, I'm sure there's something that could be arranged. I mean, there's, a, there's quite a few things. Uh, the, to, to be seen, uh, we, we just spoke with Anai uh, from Rollout, and uh, she said that there was going to be, well, she could not confirm nor deny, but she did say that there was potentially something involving motorcycle racing. And we know that there are several sword-based competitions that we've seen going on as well. So uh, there's a lot to see here. Oh, no, no, no. I cannot uh, motorcycle race anymore. Not after the, not after the incident. Um... Sword fighting, eh, I think I shall, I think I shall sit back. But parties, um, and if there's any um, elemental things, uh, absolutely. I will, I'll participate if invited, and as I said, um, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yes, I, I'm very interested and will keep my eyes and ears forward, at the very least, attend as an audience member. Uh, my fellow peers are very, very flashy and very, very fun to watch. Snowflake, thank you so much for your time, and enjoy the rest of your time here at March Madness. Thank you. I am uh, currently trying to figure out who broke the coffee machine. Strange. Uh, thank you for inviting me. We're here now with Crash Override from Unlabeled. Crash, can I call you Crash? Uh, Crash Override, yeah. People pronounce it better than Sersha. Of course, of course. Uh, crash override. Uh, we're sorry to say that you're not moving on to the next round. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really sorry to say that too. But you put up a hell of a fight against Disco. Uh, can, you, can you tell us what initially was your plan coming into the first round without knowing anything about the challenge? Um, my plan was to hack into the hollow room and make myself win no matter what. Apparently that didn't work. Uh, it was a really weird match. Were the matches supposed to be that long? I feel like that match was really long. We've heard plenty of, uh, of people say it felt like it was a full 24 hours. Uh, but, uh, no, they, they were just, just standard, uh, 15 minute match. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I did pretty well there for a bit and probably, I don't know, pushed myself too hard. I got really winded towards the end. And like whenever like Disco took over the control point, it just shifted the music from my punk to her disco and it threw me off. And she's really distracting Groovin to that. She's really cute. And I mean, what? Well, it seems like more than... More than just friendships may have been forged here at uh, Conway Competitive Complex. But let me ask you this. What exactly was your challenge? Uh, from up in the booth, we could not see exactly what was going on down there. And everyone's challenge was different. So I'd like to know from you, what was your challenge? Okay, so like, you divide the floor into a grid, and then the grid shifts in height and you have to control the highest point and as long as you're in charge of the highest point then you're scoring points and also your soundtrack plays which i guess i should have guessed they were going to use the soundtrack i 
wasn't sure why that was on the form to begin with. And also there were like these hologram things that kept trying to push you out of the way. So you had to keep moving and the ground moved up and down. So what the highest point was kept changing. It was honestly exhausting. Oh, so quite literally a king of the hill match or a queen of the hill match, if you will. Yeah, it was more intense than I think I was ready for, I guess. I guess I'm not ready for this. Well, not everybody is, but uh, with training and, and preparation, you could certainly come back next year and win it all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if I try hard enough, I'll get that trophy yet. Two of your allies, Green Knight and Jupiter Rising, are still in the competition. Are you excited to see what they have to bring to round two? Oh, like, no doubt. Uh, I don't think there, I ever doubted that Green Knight and Jupiter Ascending are going to crush the competition. They're the best heroes we got at school, so. Did you have any plans to take part in the festivities that are going on for the rest of the month here at March Madness? Uh, I, I guess I'll see what happens. Probably just focus on cheering on my friends. Probably going to lie down for a while. Well, you do that. Crash Override, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank, thank you. It's, it's great to be interviewed by two wonderful dinosaurs like yourselves. We're here with Daybreak from Apex City. Daybreak, congratulations on moving on to round two. Thank you. Uh, I really didn't think I would... Oh, man, that, that was amazing. Yeah, it's quite the spectacular first round. Uh, you, you put up a hell of a fight and uh, came out the victor. Can you tell us what exactly was your plan coming into the first round? Uh, well, at first, I just came in and tried to punch as many things as I could. I didn't really know like what I was supposed to be doing. Um, but, you know, Get Up Noise really looked like he knew what was going on. Um, so I kind of just asked him and kind of told me how it worked. It was, uh, made things a lot easier once you actually know the rules, I guess. Yes, we spoke with Get Up Noise earlier, and, well, he was a little cryptic on exactly what your challenge was. Can you tell us what exactly was your simulation like in there? So there were just so many weird things. There were these light things that were made out of light and shapes and lines. There were floating targets that we were supposed to hit. Um, and at, at the end, um, whoever was organizing this, just really mean of them to put my future self in here. I, I was not expecting that. You mean your actual future self or like a hologram of your future self? I think it's it was a i don't really know how these things work i'm not really sure how i'm here in the first place um i it looked like me him us you know what i mean did he say anything to you uh just that um he was inevitable or uh, it, i kind of uh blacked out a little bit um yeah sorry about that whole section of the uh of the coliseum it's quite all right. I'm sure that the uh, the organizers here have plenty of people focusing on repairs, so you, you no doubt have made any have made any lasting damages. So is is this going to be on the radio? Oh yes, it's going to be broadcasted live across the interdimensional, extra dimensional space. So so can I get like a a copy of the tape so I can play it in my Walkman? Uh, sure. Uh, get... Sweet. 
Verb, can we get a yeah? Okay, yeah, yeah. My my producer is confirming that you can get a, a copy of the recording. We now know what the challenge is going to be for round two. A skill and power control exhibition. And you are up against Darren, also from Apex City, uh, but from a different time, if I'm understanding correctly. Yeah, uh, I, I know a little bit about Darren. Uh, so in the future, the records are a bit spotty. I know that Darren was this great hero. Um, but what exactly uh, and what she could do is still kind of iffy. But um, I mean, as long as she doesn't have a history of knocking down buildings, I'm sure she'll do a, a great job. And can you tell us at all any of your plans for the uh, skill and power exposition, or uh, are you keeping those under wraps? Um, I'm I'm not really a planner, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go in there and fly by the seat of my pants. Well, no plan is as good as any plan. If boom from rollout is to believe, so. Thank you so much, Daybreak, for your time. And enjoy the rest of the festivities here at March Madness. Awesome. The food here is delicious. We're here now with Livewire of Paradigm Academy, our local favorites. Livewire, an amazing match. Yeah. It was so cool. I was out there and like these holograms kept coming at me, but I pulled out my chains and I was just like, <laughs> and Sparky was in there and he was helping me out so much. And he's such a good boy. And, oh, that was so awesome. Well, I would certainly say that Sparky is a very good boy. He helped you out a lot. And uh, well, you're moving on to the next round. How excited are you? Oh my god, I didn't even think that I could be here, and, like, there's all these other people, and they have powers, and I don't have powers, so, like, I'm not really even a real superhero, but, like, I was invited to come here, and it's so cool, and I can't wait to find out what the second round's gonna be. Well, let's talk more about that first round. What was your strategy going into the Peril Gym? Well, I didn't know what to expect. I've never really been in, like, a hologram before. So, like, I was just kind of, like, winging it. Um, like, I've been training a lot and doing my best, but, like, I didn't know what to do. So I was just, like, trying to focus and not get distracted, and it was really hard. But I think I did good. Well, I think you did great. I mean, you're here now. Uh, what exactly was your challenge? Every, every pairing had a different challenge, and uh, we'd love to hear what yours was. So, like, there was this flag in the middle, and I was supposed to go get it, but there was, like, all these fortresses and stuff around it and all these robots, but they weren't really robots because they were, like, ho uh, holograms, like, but, but they were robots and they were guards. And I had to like get the flag and get back to the get back to the place where I started the like the beginning zone, and like it was really like they're holograms, but they still hurt when they hit me. And I managed to get the flag, and then I gave it to Sparky, and like he ran it away while I was distracting the robots. Ah, so they're not just holograms, but hard light projections. Good to know. Yeah. I've got this bruise here, 
and like it really hurts when I poke it. Ow. Yeah, still hurts. Uh, but yeah, I won. Well, that you did, and we're excited to see what you uh, what what you come up with for the next round. Uh, the next round sees you coming up against Witch. Now she is a powerful competitor. Are you? Do you think you're prepared for something such as that? Oh yeah, I heard about her. She can do like uh, tech techno sorcery. Yeah, she does that, and like that's really scary because like, can she control my car battery? Oh god, I hope she's not listening to this because then I just like gave her a good strategy and ah oh, crap, that's not good. Oh beans. Well, that's all the time we have for this interview. Uh, Livewire, good to see you. Glad to see you're moving on to the next round. Good luck. Yeah, you too. Uh, well, I mean, not the luck, but like meeting you, that's cool. You're a big lizard. We're here now with Intravenus, one of our hometown favorites from Paradigm Academy. Intravenus, you did a fantastic job in your first round matchup, and you are moving on to the second round. How do you feel? Oh, I'm a, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, Gizzard. I really wasn't expecting to move on, but here we are. Yes, you certainly were the underdog coming into the first round matchup. Can you tell us what exactly was your strategy? Have you ever heard the phrase bull in a china shop? Yes, many times. Okay, that was my strategy. So just punch everything. There was some kicking in there too, okay? Technohack and I have been working on me kicking things more as well. Well, yes, we did see Technohack in the stands cheering you on. Uh, she was very excited. Uh, Technohack is definitely one of my biggest fans, and I'm happy she was out there uh, so cheering me on. Now, can you tell us what exactly was the challenge? Everyone's challenge in the first round was different. Each pairing had a different holographic simulation. What exactly was yours? Uh, so our simulation was zombie breakout in an urban environment. Ooh, exciting! Um, so there were a couple of different ways that we could all get points doing that. Um, I took the punch everything approach, obviously, but there were also areas that we needed to secure to make sure that we had all of the supplies we needed for our impending doom. It was a, it was a great time. I would really just go back and do it again for fun. Well, that does sound exciting. Uh, are you planning on getting involved in any of the festivities here at March Madness in between rounds? Oh yeah, uh, the the Baroness and I have uh, become great friends. Like, real awesome. We both have our own Wi-Fi. It's a great time. Um, so she and I, um, be careful around the North Pavilion. We we had a good old wrestling match, and uh, I think there's a papers and pencils club going on. Something about role playing as normal people, and like that sounds awesome. And of course, any nightly snack raid with Mirage I, and the rest of the team, I'm always down for. Yeah, it's moving on to the rest of the, your team. Uh, two of your other teammates, Insectivore and Livewire, are also moving on to the second round. Uh, how excited are you to see their their performance in the second round? 
particularly excited since they're all on the opposite side of the brackets from me. Um, Livewire is doing great out there. It's always really cool to get to see him um, use those chains. Like, I never would have come up with something like that. He was just like, let's put some chains on a battery. And I mean, Insectivore, y'all know how I feel about Hammy. He's, he's my bro. We're great. Um, and I'm just real excited for him to get to keep moving on. Well, Intravenous, thank you so much for your time and enjoy the rest of your time here at Conway Competitive Complex. Yeah, thanks. Hey, are you all going to be doing those uh, villain interviews again anytime soon? Well, actually, yes. Uh, we were planning on uh, getting them set up soon. So if you know any villains, perhaps you could let them know that we're looking to do some interviews. Yeah, that would be awesome. I love listening to that show. We're here now with Insectivore from Paradigm Academy, one of our local favorites. Insectivore, congratulations on completing your first round of matches and moving on to the second round. Hey, thanks. It's, oh, it was, it's just so fun. Yes, it looked like you had quite the time out there and uh, against Invocation, no, no less. Uh, her summons were quite quite uh formidable from my understanding oh yeah that's what i heard i uh before i before i kind of jumped you know we went into the hologram and had, had the fun that we had you know i kind of ate every bug that i had in uh my my belt because i was nervous i binge eating you know oh god and uh I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure what was real and what wasn't real. Yes, uh, quite exciting. Uh, can you tell us what exactly was your training simulation like? Every pairing had a different simulation. What, what was yours and invocations like? Well, it was, oh, like, painted purple. Everything, it, it was like, it was like everything looked like a painting, right? All purple, all pink, and all green. Oh, and then and the invocation would throw out their hands and boom! Some crazy like monsters that kind of looked like a shark, but then it turned into an octopus sometimes. And then they, they grabbed on. It was like dinosaurs. We were fighting these dinosaurs. I was like, dinosaurs? Can I ride them? You can't ride them. I fell through them. Well, that certainly sounds insane. Can I ask you a personal question? Only if I can ask one in return. Uh, sure. Done deal. Are you holding? Are you asking me if I'm holding your hand? Because yes, that is me. Well, no, I could, I could, I'm, this is probably not appropriate for radio. Oh, oh, you're talking, yeah, I got, I got some bugs. I got some bugs in my pants. You want one? Well, I'll certainly eat one. Oh, you're the first person that has ever been excited. There you go. Eat up. 
Oh, oh, that is that is delicious. Oh, that is a very good beetle. Thank you, insectivore. My pleasure. Oh. Oh. I'm feeling a little funny. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's it. That's it. You understand. Is this real life? If it's not, it's great because we have a lot of fun. On a more serious note, Insectivore, what are your plans for the second round? The second round is a skill and power control exhibition. Well, I, I had talk. I had talk to my dad. He kind of, he kind of bolstered me up, right? And and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go out there and show everybody that I can control love. With no control with love. That's what he said. Control with love. Sorry. I can barely control my wings right now. Well. Insectivore, you've officially broken my co-host. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you bring to the second round. Yes, but before I go real quick, let me ask, because you said I could. What do you taste like? Chicken and regret. Don't know what either of those taste like, but it sounds good. I hope you have a good night, and you too there, GW. We're here now with Mirage from Paradigm Academy, our local hometown heroes. Mirage, sorry to say you didn't make it out of round one to move on to round two. It happens. Well, you certainly put up a hell of a fight in the in the peril gym. Uh, we we understand you were trying to beat your sister's highest score from last year. Yeah, um, I didn't do as well as I thought I would. It's, I did my best. Well, that's all you can really ask for, and you were up against a fierce competitor in frequency. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> I honestly. Like, when I learned about his powers and stuff, I was just like, oh, man, I am in trouble. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was overall, like, a good match, and I was really glad to, like, go up against him. He was really cool. What exactly was your strategy coming into the first round? Um, my strategy <laughs> was really just to kind of distract him. Um, cause I mean, when your opponent has like powers over technology and you don't also have powers over technology, <laughs> it's, um, you're at a bit of a disadvantage. So I used other means to gain an advantage. Yes. And it certainly seemed to work in the outset, but unfortunately it looked like uh frequency just took the lead and didn't stop. Can you tell us what exactly was your challenge in the Peril Gym? Well, I'm not a big, like, heavy hitter like Dame Atlas or Intravenous, and neither is Frequency, so we didn't get as many of, like, the big explosive things that a lot of the other people got. Um, We got a lot of, like, smaller challenges, Um, you know, like, taking out people, like, one-on-one or maybe, like, two-on-one. 
a lot of things with just like like I know some of the other people they had like these crazy like obstacle courses and stuff um and ours were really more about being like clever than about physical like speed and stuff like that and strength um so yeah so since we have like a lot of smaller things I tried to use my illusions to tackle multiple challenges at once and you know I had fun like showing off a bunch of my different psychic weapons and stuff like that um you know so I could like take out like the hollow baddies but like I said it's hard to compete against someone who can just hack the system um but like no hard feelings against him he's a sweetheart well that's uh that's good to hear and uh i'm so i'm uh, we're getting a lot of reports that there have been some uh, friendships and even romances that have come out of march mass this 2020 uh can you say at all whether you've encountered that yourself (laughs) okay so Yes, I did flirt with Frequency in the beginning to distract him. And I will say, he's a cutie. Um, I'm not going to lie. But I am currently in a relationship with someone. And um, I'm not really looking for multiple partners right now. Um, so really, it was just kind of to distract him. But um, I mean, if I was single, totally. Oh, do tell. Can you dish the hot gas? <laughs> I mean, like I said, he's he's a cutie. He's really sweet. I like his powers. I'd love to get to know him better. But um, I'm really into my girlfriend. Well, that narrows the field down a little bit. <laughs> I suppose we'll just be left wondering. I mean, you know, we'll just have to see. Well, Mirage, thank you so much for your time, and uh, enjoy the rest of your stay here at Conway Competitive Complex. Oh, if I can just give, like, a little shout-out. Of course. Um, I just want to say congratulations to all my teammates that made it to the next round, and um, I hope you all do, I know you'll all do really well, and uh, I'll be cheering for you. Oh, very sweet. Thank you again, Mirage. You're welcome. We're here with Jump Scare. One of the tightest matches in March Madness 2020 came from the pairing of him and Nazgrim Bloodscale, which ended in a tie. Jump Scare, we're sorry to say that with the tiebreaker round, You unfortunately came out the loser. How do you feel about today's match? Well, it's not exactly fair, to be honest with you. I was in there against what's essentially two people, but, you know, I mean, I tried, and I guess that's all I can really say. I didn't have the weapons and stuff that Nazgrim has, but I did what I could with what I had, and, well, I can't say I'm surprised that I held in there with him. Well, we're certainly proud of the showing that you did give. We, we, 
Early on in the day, they were certain that Nazgrim had that match clinched, but you seemed to rally yourself very well and uh, came back in the second half. What was your strategy like bringing yourself back up? Well, like I said, there were two of them, and they had a lot more technology on their side than I have, so I just tried to use my mobility to my advantage and, well, make my speed work for what it could. And can you tell us, uh, what exactly was the challenge that you and Nazgrim faced? Uh, every competitor has a di had a different challenge. Yeah, there was, uh, I guess the best way to describe it would be like a ball pit down on the other end of the arena, and they had some guards standing at it. Basically, you had to get into the ball pit and take the balls, sort them out as you were uh, taking them back to the other side and through the guards. And, like, the red balls go in the red box. I mean, that's pretty obvious, but yeah. Little jump scare. March Masters 2020 might be over for you, but there's always next year. Yeah, and I'm gonna be sticking around here to support the rest of my, well, I guess team. Uh, Shadow Claw's up here pretty soon, so I'll be in the stands cheering for him. Well, I've only got one more question for you. Has anyone ever told you that you sound like Livewire if he had about a bottle of Ritalin? Has anyone ever told you that you sound like Roger Rabbit had sex with a turkey? Actually, yes. Funny, that. Well, that's all the time we have for this interview. Thank you, Jumpscare, for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks for taking time to interview me. We're here now with Scarlet Webb of LGBT and D. Scarlet Webb, sorry to say you're not moving on to the second round. Yeah, it uh it's not a great feeling, but you know, the important thing about stuff like this is you gotta understand, like, you're you're going up against a lot of really talented heroes, and honestly, we all deserve it, um, because we all try really hard. But, um, yeah, I mean, it just, it gives me something to aim for next time, and, um, yeah, I'm just, I was honestly just happy to be, like, invited to come here. Well, uh, yeah, you you certainly put out quite a show from what we heard, and uh, there, there is always next year. Tell me, what was your plan going into the first round? So, my plan going into this is, I watched a lot of the challenges before. I watched all of them, actually, um, just to see, like, what people were going up against, how they were doing, just kind of, like... Not so much study the competition, because obviously I wasn't going up against them, um, but just to get to know the field. And I thought I had a pretty good grasp on what, you know, heroes like Faye and I would end up getting based off how, like, other people were challenged. Which, honestly, when you're going on, like, day, like, five or whatever, or four, um, 
you know, that, that gives you a bit of an advantage because you can see what the competition is going to be like. Um, and then, yeah, I just tried to prepare, you know, I practice a lot with my webs. Um, it, it was a little difficult because, you know, everything in there is made out of hard light and I can have my webs just be webs and that still works on the hard light, but they can also mimic the things that they touch. Like they can become the same kind of substance, which usually out in the field gives me a lot to work with. But in a controlled environment like that, where I just got like metal and hard light, it was a bit limiting. Yeah, I can see how that would be uh, a little bit difficult for you. Can you tell us exactly what was your challenge? in the in the peril gym everyone's challenge was different and we've been getting a little bit of feedback from all the other heroes uh what was your challenge like so the challenge for Faye and i um had a lot to do with mobility you know she has wings and i have my web slinging and just in general i'm like really fast so it was a lot of like you know objects flying at us um you know moving around the field like you know, something will be falling and we have to go catch it and whatever. And, you know, she put up a really good fight and we both worked really hard. And to lose by just one point, that's that just really tells you that it was a really even match. I think just, you know, flight is just always going to be a little bit smoother than web slinging. Not that there's anything wrong with web slinging. I obviously love it, but wings, man. Wingsman, indeed. Scarlet Web, what are your plans for the rest of your time here at Marsh Masks Nest? Your teammate, Miraculous, made it through to the next round. Will you be there to cheer him on? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Me and Invocation and Hope are gonna be, like, his own little personal cheerleading squad. Because honestly, Miraculous... <sighs> I love the kid. <laughs> he's... <laughs> he's a great kid. Um... And I know he can do really well. He's got a lot of good powers and um, a lot of heart. So we're going to be cheering him on. That's so sweet. Scarlet Webb, thank you so much for your time. And enjoy the rest of your time here at uh, Conway Competitive Complex. Thank you for having me. Fresh off a near shutout victory, we are here with Edgelord from Corpses and Curios. Edgelord, how do you feel about this first match? I well, it wasn't as hard as when I I fought Dracula, but it was still a it was it was a good challenge. Uh, Minerman put up a really good fight. Fought Dracula, you say? Yeah, I I I killed him. I have a skull on my car. <laughs> well, that's a. Uh... That's a story for another time, I I suppose. Uh, Edgelord, can you tell me, what was your plan coming into this first round of matches that had you holding the lead for the entire time? You know, I, I, I practiced really hard to be a hero, and I figured if this is going to be a simulation about being a hero, I would just, I would do all of the things that any good hero would do. Uh, so I just, uh, I tried my best, and I, I mean, I train a lot it's it's kind of all i do um so i just i just did that well that certainly sounds like a plan edgelord i gotta be honest you fought a tailor is that is that what he was he was a tailor yes he was a tailor and not even not even a powered tailor 
Just like, like he just like sews clothes. I mean, he makes superhero costumes, but yeah. Why is he in there? It just seems dangerous. Is all I mean. Like it seemed there were things flying at us. Yes, yes, uh, that's certainly true. Uh, what exactly was your hollow simulation? Uh, we from up in the booth, we could not see it. I mean, there were, you know, there's some combat components and then there was things like um, helping people in just like everyday situations, um, you know, getting kids back to their parents and, uh, you know, just like little hero stuff. And then there were uh, the big combat simulations. I, I, I think that's sort of what put me in the lead a little bit were the, the combat ones. Yes, yes, certainly. You are quite the formidable uh, opponent with your sword. Uh, yeah, the, I... I train really hard, and um, the sword is this sword is new. But I, I've always had a sword. Um, my magic sword is is a new magic sword. Um, I don't really know how to use it yet, or at least use the magic in it. I know how to use the sword, but the ghost inside of it, who's dating an angel, told me it's magic. Repeat that one more time. There's a ghost inside of my sword. His name is Shinji. He's very very nice. He's dating an angel named Evangeline, and they told me the sword is magic. <laughs> Okay. Well, Edgelord, uh, I've got to say, this was an exciting match. You put up a hell of a fight. And what are you, what are your plans to prepare for the next round of competition? Oh, that's going to be a tough one. I, I guess I'm going to try to practice dodging a lot because well, I don't know what her powers are, but um, I imagine it's exploding. So I should, I should work on getting out of the way of that. <laughs> Well, certainly, yeah, that's that's probably a good plan. Uh, you know, we we just recently did an interview with Boom, and she seems very excited for the next round of matches, and uh, she also made friends with Dame Atlas. So uh, are you expecting to come out of this with a new friend as well? I, I'd love to have a new friend. Um, I, uh, I mean, maybe she likes coffee. Do you think she likes coffee? Should I bring her a coffee? Well, she seemed very energetic, so it's definitely a possibility. Actually, you know what? I think you two will make great friends. I'm going to bring her a latte. I think that's all the time we have. Edgelord, thank you so much for this opportunity to speak with you, and good luck in the next round. Thank you. I, I can't wait to, to see how everyone does. We're here now with Coral of Corpses and Curios. Coral, congratulations on your win on, in round one and the fact that you're moving on now to round two of March Madness. Thanks. Um, yeah, I honestly didn't expect to be here, but I'm really happy that I am. <laughs> well, we're happy that you're here too, and uh, you've definitely put out quite a show in your first round from what we hear. Uh, what exactly was your strategy coming into the first round? Um, my strategy coming into the first round is my strategy with most like challenges I encounter, which is burn it with acid. Um, and it worked pretty well, I think. <laughs> I mean, I did win. There you did. And uh, your significant other edgelord also made it through to the second round how do you feel about that i'm i am so i can't curse right that's like a thing on radio we'll, we'll have to bleep you okay 
Um, yeah, I'm just so fucking proud of him. Um, I knew he could do it, and I'm just... <sighs> he deserves that. Like, he he works seriously just... He trains, like, hours and hours a day. Um, and, yeah, I'm just... I'm really proud of him and happy for him. Oh, that's very sweet. Uh, can you tell us exactly what was your challenge in the Peril Gym? Uh, everyone's hollow simulation was different. What was yours like? So, um, we, so our challenge was, um, it wasn't exactly like an obstacle course, but it was kind of like, they set us up in this, okay, so you remember, like, early Pokemon, the rock gym with Brock and how like there's all these rocks everywhere and they got to like fight on that. We had kind of like that where like we had this big open area and there's lots of like rocks and stuff like that and just general like debris, but it's like hologram debris. Um, And we had to use our powers to um, find, I guess it was supposed to be like a token for like, this is a civilian and whatever. And, you know, I just like used my acid to clear a lot of the debris. Um, and I know like reversal worked really hard and I know, um, he's got like a lot of really awesome powers. Um, like I'm just kind of a one trick pony, honestly. And he's got like a million things going on. Um, but I think in the end that kind of worked in my favor cause I'm just really good at the one thing. I burn things with acid. So, yeah, I was able to uh, find the little, like, token we had to grab. And, yeah. Well, it certainly seems that your one trick worked out for you in the first round. How do you think you'll fare in the second round, being that it is an exhibition of power and control? So, like I said, I'm really good with my powers. Like, granted, when I first started out, I didn't have control over them. Um. Like, that's why I have the gloves, because I would just constantly produce acid. I would spend nights just sitting in my room with my hands out my window so I don't burn my mattress and shit like that. Um, Sorry, I cursed again. I'm mm, okay. Anyway, um, (laughs) so. But like, that was a long time ago. I've gotten a lot better with them. There was even a time where. Um, my teammate Gloria, she, we were fighting, I want to say it's Abraham Lincoln, but like evil Abraham Lincoln, like we didn't like go back in time. It was, it was a whole holiday thing. He was there because of President's Day. It was a whole thing, but we were fighting him and like the Easter Bunny and all that. And, um, he like chopped my friend Gloria with his axe and, uh, Maybe that was Washington. It was a long time ago. Anyway, he chopped her with his axe. I used my acid to, like, cauterize the wound. And trust me, that takes precision and skill. But I saved her life. So if you want someone that has, like, good control over their abilities, that's me. Well, Coral, we certainly look forward to seeing what you bring to round two. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> We're here 
now with Disco from Corpses and Curios. Disco, congratulations on moving on to the second round. Thank you so much. I'm, you know, I, you know, I was, I was really worried that things weren't like things weren't looking good there for a while. But you know, Crash is really tough, and I, I was worried because our powers are so well fitted for the room, and it, it was just a, it was just really the challenge. And I'm just so happy that. I won and um, I didn't let my team down. I didn't let myself down. And it's just, it's just great. It's a great feeling. Yes. Very, very exciting. Uh, we spoke with Crash Override earlier and uh, she had nothing but good things to say about you as well. So is there a, perhaps a budding friendship? I mean, I think so. Um, you know, before we went in the room, we were talking about our skates because she also wears roller skates and that's really cool um, because no one else on my team wears roller skates. And, you know, we formed the, the roller derby club. So that's really cool that we have roller derby going on now. And so I think that's really cool that we have the roller derby stuff. So that's going to be really groovy. Um, so yeah, I think, I think there could be a friendship there. Oh, very exciting. There are a lot of new friendships coming out of uh, Marsh Madness, but there are also some potential romances. We spoke with Insectivore earlier, and while for the life of me, I don't know why I didn't ask him this question earlier. Can you tell us anything about uh, the rumors going around of you and Insectivore? Well, I mean, so if so, I'm from the past. My I, I fell through a portal in the '70s at a disco party, um, and landed in the library in, in my timeline. Um, and was immediately arrested by Aegis because apparently my future self isn't too good of a person. She's a terrible person, actually. She's really mean. And and she called me from inside her uh, her cell after my match, and she was really mean on the phone. So that got me really upset and really down. But but Hammy came over and talked to me, and he was really nice and sweet. Um, and um, that really cheered me up. Uh, and um, he he may or may not have convinced me to eat a bug. I I, I cannot confirm or deny that. Um, but he was really sweet after. So, um, yes, there are, there, are, there are things there. That's why I didn't ask him. The bug, I remember everything now. Anyway, Disco, can you tell us anything about your specific challenge in the Peril Gym? Everyone's challenge was different. What was yours like? Yeah, so Crash and I had this really cool, um, like, King of the Hill, like, area defense thing. So we were competing to uh, protect and take over, like, a hard point. And it was really cool because we were fighting all these hologram enemies. And uh, I was using my shield to defend against attacks and hard light weapons to cut through the holograms. And they had cool music playing over the whole time. So when she was in the lead, her techno music was playing, which, you know, it's not really my style, but it was still pretty groovy to dance to. But then when I started winning, my 70s disco music was playing. And that was awesome because when my favorite song, Rockin' Robin by the Jackson 5 started playing, I really fell into my groove. And that's when I think I pulled ahead and started to win because uh, the, the roller rink in my timeline, um, in my universe, uh, hosts a disco fever on Friday and Saturday nights. And I'm always there till it closes. So you know, the, the match was nothing because the, you know, being there for disco fever night really keeps your stamina up. So I was able to to stay ahead while we were cutting down enemies and defending the hard points. So it was, it was nothing. Ah, yes, certainly. You are one to prove that disco is absolutely not dead. I, I, you know, that's what I tell everybody. Everyone, you know, looks at me weird when I start making disco balls and, you know, shooting laser beams everywhere. And, but, you know, I, I, everyone changes their minds after I'm done. 
Moving into the second round, you're going to be up against one of our hometown favorites, Intravenous. Do you have any plans for the skill and power control exhibition? Well, I mean, every challenge is just about going in and showing your worth and showing how good you are. So I'm not really too worried. I mean, you know, my my future self is in prison because of what I did in saving Halloween because I, I was the one that, you know, beat her in one-on-one battle. So that's, I mean, if, if I beat my future adult self that has way more control over her powers than I do, then that's got to be pretty groovy. And then, um, oh, there was that time uh, during Valentine's Day when everybody was really, really mad at each other because all the love was out of the city and the God of War, Ares, was was really mad that uh, uh, Aphrodite uh, or Venus, you know, his girlfriend, you know, she's always running around on him. Uh, you know, so he was really mad that uh that she was doing that stuff and uh he was gonna you know use a missile to destroy the city and i put up a big shield that protected a bunch of people so that was you know that was really tough to do but i did it and you know i i I say i have pretty good control over my powers so i'm not really worried well it certainly sounds like you've got a good strategy thank you so much for your time and we hope you enjoy your the rest of your time here at uh march madness yeah. Um, do I have time for a couple shout outs really quick? There's that word again. Shout outs. Uh, I, I, I suppose. Yeah. Cool. Um, if anyone from the tournament's listening, um, we, we put the roller derby sign up sheet on the bulletin board in the dorms and it has all the info you need for roller derby. Um, so all girls and non-binary heroes are welcome. Um, we're hoping that Menderman can make uh, the team logos and we're working on the skate rentals if you don't have roller skates um, and it should be fun. Um, so Sersha uh, or Crash Override and I can help you out if you have any questions. And um, also, um, I just want to give a shout out to my team. Um, I'm so glad to know all of you. Uh, and you guys are my best friends. And I love you. Um, and then also, hi, Hammy. You've been so supportive. And I really have enjoyed getting to know you. And we have a lot in common. And you're great. So, hi. Beautiful. Disco, thank you again. Thank you. We're currently outside of the locker room of the Peril Gym, waiting for Lady Terminator to leave. Are you sure that's a good idea? I mean, she really doesn't like to do interviews. Of course it's a good idea. How else do you think we're going to get an interview? Now, just, I I think I hear her coming. Lady Terminator, Lady Terminator, uh, King Lizard from WFRK the Freak. I'd love to get a comment from you. Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Lizard. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very much in a hurry right now. I have to go. Miss Terminator, please. It'll only take a moment. And uh, we're uh, an audio medium, so we won't broadcast your face. Oh, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, that was a, a very good game. I had a, a great opponent with a very cute uh, raccoon companion. And I, I'm happy to be a part of this competition. And I have to go now. Yes, yes, please, please, Miss uh, Miss Terminator, lady, if you will. Uh, I, I'm Gizzard Wizard, also from WFRK, the freak. Uh, can I please get a comment on what exactly went on inside of the Peril Gym? From uh, the booth, we could not actually see what was going on. What was your challenge like? Uh, it it was um, Rascal King was uh, a, a fierce competitor, but you know, uh, uh, and I was happy. But please, 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 Miss Terminator, please, please. Uh, the actual challenge itself. Uh, what was what was the 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 challenge that you were faced against? Everyone had a different challenge. Uh, we spoke with Boom earlier, and she told us that there were faceless monsters, almost like the putties from Power Rangers, but also a live rock, holographic rock band in the background. Please, tell us a little bit more, please. 
luckily for me, you know, I, I have magnetic powers. There, uh, I, you know, uh, it, it's just, it started off as like a really difficult challenge, but then I was able to just fry the entire terminal, like a, a fry fry the um the entire like training sphere, the booth. And then after that, it was pretty easy, actually, for me to take down a beacon. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Lady Terminator, just one more question. You are up against Ryder Typhon in the next round. Do you have any plans to deal with this uh, uh, competitor? Um, If I did, it would be very foolish to announce them in an interview before the match. Well, there you have it, folks. Lady Terminator. She is fickle interviewee. We're here now with The Huger from Critical Bits. The Huger, can I call you Mr. Huge? Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds funny to me. Mr. Huge, uh, unfortunate to say you're not moving on to the second round. How do you feel about that? I'm going to be honest, I'm pretty disappointed. Uh, you know, I got hours and hours, uh, you know, on Xbox Live, proving that I'm probably one of the best competitors there is. Um, but, you know, I guess when it comes down to it, you know, huging out and uh, being an elite gamer isn't, isn't all that all that you need to get through this contest. Uh, I thought, you know, I thought I'd have a pretty good chance, but as soon as I saw who I was going up against, uh, you know, Alina, she's secret agent powers, you know, it's telekinesis. That's a, that's a hard thing to beat. Yes, indeed. Let me, let me just say that I was impressed with the amount of corn dogs you ate before, during, and after the match. Well, you know, it's a lot of people, a lot of people don't realize you gotta, you gotta be sustained throughout the whole match. And, uh, and so corn dogs pretty much, that's a, that's a, Food of champions, right there. So you know, I, and if you if you like, I got a couple pocket dogs on me. If you're if you're hungry during this interview, I I sure know I'm gonna be munching on them. Mister Huge, let, let me ask, what what was your plan going into the first round? Uh, you as you said, you were up against Alina Mars, who is a a very very formidable foe. Well, you know, the first match it's it's a hologram training room, so pretty much I was just gonna I was just gonna game the whole thing. You know, I was trying to find some map hacks. Uh, turns out I can't program my body to go through uh, through walls or anything like that. So I was, you know, I was just ready to just do some no scope kills. And uh, oh man, so the the I didn't expect as much of it to just be not video games. And then also the I think the fact that they have a screen up to show you how good or bad your competitors doing really really kind of got to me. Uh, I, I felt pretty good every time I would get through an obstacle course and then I would see her using her literal mind powers or, or just secret agent training and just kind of just, it seemed like she jogged through it. I mean, does anyone know if she actually had a real course? Because most of it, it just seems like she walked through a lot of things and it didn't, she didn't have like a hard time. I was huging out throughout most of it, but you know, I, I you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that she was cheating, but maybe she was. You, you, so you did. So you said there were there were obstacle courses involved. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what your exact challenge was? Well, see, you know they know they know a lot about me. They know that I like to huge out, and so they kept making uh, like walls to break through. And I thought that was the main thing. And then I started to have uh, they started to make it where like there was smaller and smaller doors to get through that I couldn't break because I apparently needed to learn how to not huge out. Um, I did break through most of them. Um, but once again, I don't, I don't know if that counted towards the score that was going down throughout the whole thing. Every time I broke through a door that they said to not break a door, but who's, who's to say what the rules are. Two of your teammates, uh, Lady Terminator and Ace, your sister, uh, moving on to the second round. Will you be sticking around to cheer them on? Oh yeah, pretty much. You know, I'm, I'm the hype man of the group. So lots, you know, I, I don't do as much field action as everyone else in the fun bunch, but what I, what I like to do is a lot of the team building stuff. 
Um, you know, we got a lot of group chats going on. I'm just waiting for them to respond, and then the group chats will start. And but you know, pretty much, I'm I'm just to make sure that everyone's on task and everything like that. Uh, you know, we still got we still got you know Sad Sack. He did he did fall out along with the Toms and uh, and Nolan. Uh, I I think Nolan might head back soon. He's not really too much for uh, funny activities, but the Toms, you know, that they're they're here. They're partying up. So of course I got to stay here. But I definitely am uh, pretty excited. You know. Ace's my big sister. I'm going to be rooting on for her and Lady Terminator. I'm super excited to see that she's actually putting forth some effort in this. So I definitely think that they're going to they're going to make it to at least the third, if not fourth round. And my 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 personal bet is Ace is winning the whole thing. Well, you heard it here, folks, from the huger. Ace, the one to beat for March Madness 2020. The huger, thank you so much for your time and enjoy the rest of your stay here at Conway Competitive Complex. Yeah, thank you so much. Let me know if you just need any Goku boner pills or any corn dogs. I got plenty on me. Well, yeah, I might actually take you up on that. King Lizard and the Gizzard Wizard were played by Thomas, who can be found on Twitter at DorksideVO. Intravenous was played by Landon, who can be found on Twitter at SuperLandon1. Insectivore was played by DJ, who can be found on Twitter at DocDuder. Mirage, Coral, and Scarlet Spider were played by Vanessa, who can be found on Twitter at AlpacaMyBooks. Livewire and Jumpscare were played by Andy, who can be found on Twitter at AndyLion92. Boom, The Getup Noise, and Tutankhamen Rider were played by Lee, Evan G, and Evan S from Rollout Podcast. They can be found on Twitter at It's Hamhawks, at Uncle Petunio, at Names Equipped, and at Rollout Podcast, respectively. Snowflake and Crash Override were played by Danny and Alice from Unlabeled. They can be found on Twitter, at Batty Danny, at Magical Girl Kira, and at Unlabeled AP, respectively. Edgelord and Disco were played by Drew and Kim from Corpses and Curios. They can be found on Twitter, at Cyber underscore Sasquatch, at Artemis Pruitt, and at Corpses Curios, respectively. Lady Terminator and the Huger were played by Shannon and Joel from Critical Bits. They can be found on Twitter, at Plenty of Alcoves, and at Critical Bit Cast, respectively. Daybreak was played by Eric from Apex City. They can be found on Twitter, at PrimeFactorX01, and at Apex City Cast, respectively. The music you heard was Masks Nisting by Jeremy Borders, GM of Apex City. They can be found on Twitter, at TeyuFace, and Apex City Cast, respectively. March Masksness is the insane brainchild of James Malloy from Protean City Comics. They can be found on Twitter at and the Meltdowns and at Protean City, respectively. For more stories from Zenith Bay, including more King Lizard and the Gizzard Wizard, follow us on Twitter at ParadigmPod1, or find us on your favorite podcast app by searching Paradigm Academy.